finding that glow within, the six-week mark, and Tulum on my roof. I am Samantha Jones Darling, and this is We Explore to Restore, travel stories with a dash of spirituality. I flung back the covers, stood up naked, and looked in the mirror. Surveying myself, I thought, hello, gorgeous girl, let's go do some yoga feeling rested, thankfully. I pulled on my favorite black racerback tank top, my cream linen shorts with a touch of fringe on the pocket. I filled my water bottle, OCD counting the 19 pumps that it took and laughed at myself. And I went and sat in the middle of my mat, hydrated, rested, and ready for a quiet morning of getting ready for a fun lunch date. I have a date with a man from Georgia later. We are on a mission to have an adventure, get to know each other, and I have talked him into letting me plan the whole day for his benefit. A man's voice from outside says, bueno, bueno. And I've just read an email from my property manager who says some guys are coming to turn on the fiber optic Wi-Fi today. So I know who's behind that bueno. And now I'm thinking it's my lucky day. Going from a hot spot that had severe consistency issues to the fiber optic being turned on, mm, it's a good day at the beach in Mexico. 9.30 this morning, I heard a proper American knock on my door. I must admit, I loved the sound of her knuckles on the wood, announcing her presence. I haven't gotten used to people just walking up to my gate and yelling bueno for me to come out. (laughs) This knock was my kind and talented neighbor Bonnie delivering white chicken chili and Mayan brownies that she sells on Facebook Marketplace. After Bonnie, another local delivery arrives from the Bohemian Vegan, chocolate ice cream made without processed sugar. When I'm in writing mode like I am now, I require a serving of chocolate every day, and I'm not talking a tiny Hershey kiss. The best food there is is local and made in home kitchens, and that is always, always what I'm looking to taste. Who you are, what you care about, it shows in your creative expressions, and I'm here for them. I want to eat your garden greens and taste your local dishes. Bring me your edible art, yes, please. The six-week mark is really where it's at. That's when flow with a new location really begins. You know the way home without using a map. You know the hours of your scene, where the good grocery is, where the best place to see sunset is. It's also when the second layer of friends arrives. Today's ice cream was made and delivered by an Australian writer, healer, yogi, much like myself, She's leaving for India in a few months. As soon as I heard that, I invited to host her for dinner, and she agreed. I'm so excited I get to have dinner with her tomorrow and undoubtedly learn a lot and be inspired. New fast Wi-Fi, yummy homemade food, and a dinner date with a new friend? Wow, today is already great, and it's only 11, and my real plans haven't even begun yet. I clean the kitchen and myself. I encourage my wild hair to be all the curly volume she can be today. 
I wear my favorite yellow dress with pockets and my red and white Day of the Dead sneakers. I bought them from a local artist, Graciela, who hand makes shoes. She is too cute and I love these kicks. I hear the roar of a big ass Harley motorcycle and I know my date has arrived. We've talked on the phone quite a bit, but this is our first meeting in person. Our plan is to go to lunch, swim in the Gulf, and then see what's next. I invited him to bring an overnight kit and stay in my guest room if it felt right after we met. He did, it did, we had the most fun. Remember when you were a kid and someone would come over to play and spend the night? It was like that. We rode his motorcycle 30 minutes to Progresso, which is the biggest town around here. It's where cruise ships pause for a day so the travelers can buy local wares, have lunch and a massage on the beach, or take tours to the cenotes and haciendas. We chat easily the whole way. He's a great driver and I feel safe. I relax into enjoying the view from this open air perspective, the wind in my hair, the smile on my face, palm trees, blue-green water, warm sun on my legs. This makes a trifecta of perfection that is invigorating. Lunch was incredible. We talked about everything and both ate exactly what we wanted. We shared wine and stories and eye contact. His fluency in Spanish is impressive and helpful. He's written a novel and he's writing another book now. He's lived all over the world, has a thriving marketing business online, a biochem degree from UGA, and walked the Appalachian Trail by himself. He's a mountaineer, outdoorsman, hunter, and hiker. He wants to live in Alaska like a homesteader, and he loves fine food, tacos al pastor, and supper clubs too. He rode this Harley we're on here from Atlanta, and that in itself is no small feat. He impresses me. More than once he said, are we like the same person? <laughs> After we found each of the 4,400 things we share in common. I pointed out that we're a foot apart in height and we both offer a lot to teach the other. He agreed and said it was refreshing. He said it's relaxing to be with me. When we spoke on the phone, he told me about his current state with writer's block. It's held him hostage for a few months now, and no matter how hard he tries, he simply cannot get through this part of the book. He's frustrated. As he tells me his story, the healer in me who loves to clear blockages perks up. I ask him if it was okay to dig deeper, ask a few questions, and see if we can find the source of the block. He agrees. Before his first answer was finished, I knew what his soul needed. Today's fun was crafted with his healing in mind. It is the solution he needs, and I know it because it is often my own solution. In a world that pushes us towards productivity and away from ourselves, it is a common ailment. He wasn't sleeping well, and that is often a clue that expressions are being limited in some way. I knew he needed true and deep restoration of the soul to allow the inner child out, to play and be free. It was more than a good night's sleep he was missing. This is the key to workflow, to create well, to live well, 
we must play well. We must rest completely and not rush to produce the next thing. When we play well, fully allowing ourselves the freedom to be who we naturally are, doing things we love, living life with no agenda except to enjoy it, guilt and shame free, we uncage the inner artist and the expressions of the soul mimic that same freedom. If you are thinking now that this isn't you, that you aren't an artist, I say trust me, it's all of us. We are all artists and we all must play to thrive. We linger over our meal, his steak tacos with cheese, my stone crab claws with drawn butter, the shared ceviche de pescado, taking over two hours to complete and now we are riding home in the bike, rushing a bit to baptize ourselves in the turquoise gulf before the sun leaves us for the day. We make a wrong turn and have to go down the main highway. The leftovers spill everywhere. We roll through a roadblock for drinking and driving, which the police are very serious about here. It's like Cobb County, Georgia. None of which phases our joy in the least. We drive right towards the sun, smiling and breathe in the salty air. We are relaxed, comfortable, and free to enjoy the scene in silence, together. We make it to the shore just as the sunset turns all the colors on. Pink, lavender, fiery orange, all here. I relish in watching my new friend play in the water. He's smiling so big I can see it from the sand, doing handstands and dolphin jumps into the waves. He's in heaven and I'm soaking it in from here. I cannot stop taking photos and film. I'm obsessed with the colors and these silhouettes, the sound of the waves crashing on the shore. I am also intentionally not in the water with him, to give him the space to be alone with this moment, with this healing exercise of saltwater ocean therapy. My joy today comes from giving and observing, from guiding him into himself just a little bit more. My joy comes from being invited to be myself fully too. I am a healer and this is my greatest joy, watching it happen in real time in front of my face to a sweet friend. He has promised me an adventure of my own in return to match the energetic exchange, a day where I get to rest, play, and try new things to unlock what is locked inside me. No, I do not have writer's block but I'm always into unlocking internal doors and seeing what lives behind. I walk into the chilly water, holding up my yellow dress. The sun, water, and I are all the same now. Heaven and earth runs through my soul and up my spine. I think about my new friend. I admire his willingness to open up, to be vulnerable and tell me where he struggles to allow a virtual stranger behind the curtains we usually keep closed. If you haven't heard before, vulnerability is strength, for in this world of boxes and limitations, feeling what you feel, telling someone what you feel, and allowing help is too rare, too shamed, too weak. It is beautiful to choose to let go. It is beautiful to allow yourself to be seen. It is true beauty to love yourself so much that you won't give up finding what you need 
to turn the darkness into the light of wisdom. The stone crab claws I had for lunch don't last long. I suggest I make us these salad bowl thingies I've been obsessed with over the last couple of weeks. Chicken and salad and peas and some other stuff, I say. He loves it and asks what he can do to help, like a good friend does. Instead, we agree that he goes and takes a shower by himself, giving me the solo kitchen time I prefer. Saying what you want makes everything easier. And each time I speak more clearly about what I need, it feels better and better. And it works out better, too. I got to sing and dance and create edible art to share. He got to set the rooftop palapa for us and have a steamy shower after a cold swim. Because I said, if you could just relax over there, it's better for me if I don't talk too much while I'm cooking. We laughed. He gets it and we both use our time as desired. I've grown to count on and love that meditative time each day to be with myself. It's the daily creative event my day is built around. It's grounding in the action, in the ingredients, in the digestion, in the entire experience I am reminded of my human nature on earth. It is the part of my day where I'm in flow with myself, my art of cooking, when I let my body lead every step. Then I get to eat the art I made with intuition and love. It is often the yummiest part of my day. I serve us bowls with the most gorgeous light green lettuce you've ever seen, the texture of young rose petals, a mixture of warm, savory coconut brown rice with sweet green peas on one side turmeric coconut poached chicken slices in the middle, a pinch of kimchi, a swirl of ranch, avocado slices. We dine on the roof of my little two-bedroom house across the street from the beach, painted purple, blue, and green. The owners have built a high-pitched thatch roof palapa that's super modern and stylish. It looks like Tulum up here. I love it a sphere-shaped modern yet natural chandelier, dark polished wood tables and chairs, white tufted cushion seats, white floors, silhouetted palm trees and the ocean views. It screams for rooftop yoga up here. It was built to draw people together. Motorcycle man loves the meal and I'm thrilled. I comment that I can't get enough of this weird bowl and he points out that it's basically a poke bowl. And I dissipate in laughter for it is. Salad, warm rice, chopped protein, piles of pickled vegetable things. <laughs> and how I did not see it, it cracks me up. I spend my days noticing things. <laughs> so I've made a ranch chicken poke bowl in Mexico out of organic ingredients. Has this ever been done before? <laughs> Probably not. The night breeze turns into a chilly wind and we retire inside and not surprisingly, both agree that it has been a sweetly perfect day. At midnight, I'm laying in my bed, he's in the guest room and we're texting our final goodnight. It's cute, I'm cute, his dimples are really cute. I'm doing my ritual, processing the day by writing reliving the beautiful moments, looking at the day's bounty of film to bask in the light.
after a sleep that isn't interrupted by any alarm, we go for a decadent breakfast the next morning. Cafe France is a masterpiece of art and food. Nutella waffles with bananas and strawberries. French press coffee. The local dish huevos molteños. A Yucatan specialty. After that, another ocean swim before his two-hour ride back to his Airbnb in the jungle. I lay topless on the sand, getting my own sound healing from the waves and vitamin D medicine from the sun on my skin. I snapped some photo evidence of his light being fully turned up, massive smiles, those dimples. Another facet of his restoration was to pause his typically keto diet restrictions and have fun with the art of food too. 24 hours of total guilt-free freedom in every way was the prescription. On the walk back from the final swim, I survey him up and down and I can see he's cleared. I'm pleased as punch, happy to be a new friend to such a great man. The darkness in his body is now all light and I tell him my observations. He can feel it. He's thrilled, glowing in fact. Some days you have to look closer to find the light, to feel the love, to connect with joy. And other days like this, it's unavoidable. It holds your hand and won't let go. But either way, it's up to us to notice, to revel, to linger, to capture to bathe our souls in the moments of pleasure as long as possible, to create space to be kids, to be free, to play in the sun and eat waffles covered in Nutella. A first question I ask in a dating app is, what is your favorite thing that happened today? I ask everyone this to get a closer look into a potential friend's heart. Do they see the amazing in the bombardment of life? Can they receive joy and share it with others? Does their heart lean to the light? For we all carry darkness and that's part of life. But can you turn your own light on? Do you know where to look? Take a moment to reflect on yourself, your own heart, your own filter to see life through. What do you see? Two days later, I got a text from Motorcycle Man to talk about our next adventure. He has slept, he has finally written all of the hard part, and he has planned more pressure-free adventures for himself to continue to embrace the childlike wonder of Earth he came for, to be, to live, to thrive, to play. I could not have been more happy to hear this report. He has been restored and now he knows what to do to heal himself. This is We Explore to Restore. I am Samantha Jones Darling. Thank you for listening. I truly hope you got something out of today's episode. If you did, thank you for sharing the link with a friend. But mostly, Thank you for opening your heart and your life to more play. We explore to restore.